0: OM NAMO BHAGVATE VASU DEVAYA OM NAMO BHAGVATE VASU DEVAYA OM NAMO BHAGVATE VASU DEVAYA OM, om AJJANATIMIRAANTHASYA AJJANANJANA SHALAKAYA CAKSHURUNMELITAMYENA TASMAI SHRI GURAVE NAMAHA नमः Om विष्णुपादाय कृष्णप्रस्थाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदांत स्वामीनि तथा नि नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देशतारिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु Shri Advaita gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Welcome, welcome to this 8th episode of the Strengthening Foundation series and today's topic is the Shikshashtaka Prayers. So the Shikshashtaka Prayers is what all devotees chant every morning in all of the Hare Krishna temples, in fact, uh, just a second, in fact, this uh, was, these Shri eight slokas are the only um, instructions that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left behind in the form of writing. Actually, even Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not even write them, he spoke this to Swarup Damodar Goswami and Ramananda Rai and they noted it down he was just uh, saying so in fact um the shikshashtaka prayers form the last chapter of the Chaitanya charitamrita the entire Chaitanya charitamrita so it is divided into Adilila, Madhilila, and Antia Leela. so in the antya which is which means the the ending pastimes of or the last or the last pastimes of uh, chetan mahaprabhu so in that even the twentieth chapter, the last chapter is the Shikshashtaka prayers. So during this Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he stayed in this world for uh, forty-eight years and in that forty-eight years, seventeen years, the last seventeen years of his life, that means from the age of thirty-one to forty-eight, he spent entirely in Jagannath Puri, completely. at especially towards the end, um, he was exhibiting symptoms of extreme madness uh, in love of Krishna. So these shikshashtaka prayers, he was speaking in that ecstatic uh, feelings. So he was, um, and in of course, transcendental madness is different from mundane madness. In mundane madness, people become in the mode of ignorance but this is Sudha, Shuddha Sattva. So even whatever he was speaking in the transcendental madness was also full of knowledge. Uh, Satchit Ananda. So we will actually go through uh, this uh, entire, uh, not, cha- not entire chapter, this section of the chapter where the Shikshashtaka is uh, uh, explained by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. In fact, he, chant this, he chants one verse and then he explains a bit and then he goes to the next verse and then explains a bit like that. They were, these were his ecstatic outpourings. So, Chapter 20, Antya Leela, Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Shikshashtaka Prayers. Summary. The following summary of the 20th chapter is given by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Amrita Prava, Pravaha Bhashya. So, Amrita Pravaha Bhashya is Bhaktivinoda Thakur's commentary on Chaitanya Charitamrita. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu passed his nights tasting the meaning of the Shikshashtaka Prayers in the company of Sarup Damodar Goswami and Ramananda Rai. Sometimes he recited verses from Jayadeva Goswami's Geet Govinda or from Srimad Bhagavatam, from Sri Ramananda Rai's Jagannath Vallabh Natak, or from Sri Mangal Thakur's Krishna Karanamrita. In this way he became absorbed in ecstatic emotions. For the twelve years Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lived at Jagannath Puri. He relished the taste of reciting such transcendental verses for the 12 years. So, last 12 years especially, he was very much um, uh, in in these moods of madness. And you see how, this is is an example of why we should learn verses also. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu relished the ecstatic moods by reciting these verses from these different sources. So, of course, we are not in that ecstatic stage, but even in our philosophical understanding of Krishna consciousness, if we regularly visit the shlokas and discuss them with devotees and um, when we are out and about our you know in our daily lives when we sometimes contemplate on those shlokas so in this way we can always remain krishna conscious so chaitanya mahaprabhu in fact uh, showed by personal example how he um, uh, lived his life just remembering these shlokas and you know and chanting them and explaining them in this way so for the twelve years Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lived at Jagannath Puri, he relished the taste of reciting such transcendental verses. Altogether, the Lord was present in this mortal world for forty-eight years. After hinting about the Lord's appearance, uh, sorry, the Lord's disappearance. After hinting about the Lord's disappearance, the author of the Chaitanya Charitamrita gives a short description of the entire antilila, and then ends the, ends his book. <coughs> so, in the beginning. Uh, we can actually see the mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when he is going to uh, recite these verses. So, the Sikshashtaka actually starts from the 12th verse of this chapter. The first 11 verses will actually give us an idea of his mood. So, I will just read the translations. Only the most fortunate will relish the mad words of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which were mixed with jubilation, envy, agitation, submissiveness and grief, all produced by ecstatic loving emotions. All glories to Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all glories to Lord Nityananda. all glories to Advaita Chandra and all glories to all the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. While Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thus resided at Jagannath Puri, Nilachal, he was continuously overwhelmed night and day by separation from Krishna. I'm just checking whether everything is in frame. Okay, looks alright. Okay, no. Okay, that's more like it. <clears throat> Day and night, he tasted transcendental blissful songs and verses with two associates, namely Swarup Damodar Goswami and Ramanand Rai. He relished the symptoms of various transcendental emotions such as jubilation, lamentation, anger, humility, anxiety, grief, eagerness and satisfaction. He would recite his own verses expressing their meanings and emotions and thus enjoy tasting them with these two friends. Sometimes the Lord would be absorbed in a particular emotion and would stay awake all night reciting related verses and relishing their taste. In great jubilation, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, My dear Svarubh and Rai, Know from me that chanting the holy names is the most feasible means of salvation in this age of Kali. Now he is starting to talk about the chanting. He said the chanting is the only most feasible means uh, of salvation in the Kali Yuga. In this age of Kali, the process of worshipping Krishna is to perform, perform sacrifice by chanting the holy name of the Lord. One who does so certainly is very intelligent and he attains shelter at the lotus feet of Krishna. This is a quote from... So, the way Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu presents everything um, is by quoting, he will say something and then he will quote references. But this Shikshashtaka is nowhere else to be found, it was uh, recited by him for the instruction. Shikshashtaka, actually what is the, even before we go further, what is Shikshashtaka means? Shiksha means teaching. Um, and Ashtaka means 8 verses, Um, just like Guru Vashtakam. Guru Vashtaka. So, that is 8 verses glorifying the spiritual master, the Mangalarti song. So, similarly, Shiksha Ashtaka means Shiksha, means teachings and Ashtaka means 8 verses, 8 instructional verses by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself is the author of these verses. In the age of Kali, intelligent persons perform congregational chanting to worship the incarnation of Godhead, who constantly sings the name of Krishna. Although his complexion is not blackish, he is Krishna himself. He is accompanied by his associates, servants, weapons, and confidential companions. So this is from the srimad Bhagavatam, 11th Canto, 5th Chapter, Verse 32. Krishna varnam tvaśa Krishnaṃ saṅgo parśadam. Yagnyay Sankirtan Naprayair Yajantehis Sumedhasaha. Krishna Varnam, repeating the syllables Krishna. Also Krishna Varnam means in the category of Krishna. It means he's not one of the souls like us. He is in the category of Krishna. Krishna Varnam or Vishnu Tattva. In the age of Kali, intelligent persons perform congregational chanting. So those who are chanting should be understood to be very intelligent. Even if they are maybe foolish externally or whatever, if they are chanting somehow. That is the most intelligent thing to do. Intelligent persons perform congregational chanting to worship the Incarnation of Godhead who constantly sings the name of Krishna. Although his complexion is not blackish, he is Krishna himself. He is accompanied by his associates, servants, weapons and confidential companions. Simply by chanting the holy name of Lord Krishna, one can be freed from all undesirable habits. This is the means of awakening all good fortune and initiating the flow of waves of love for Krishna. So, in this verse, he summarized the entire Shikshashtakam. He said, simply by chanting, one can be freed from all undesirable habits. This is the means of awakening all good fortune and initiating the flow of waves of love for Krishna. So, by chanting, even though one may be having very bad habits and anything, any bad habit, anarthanivritti, this is called anarthanivritti, any bad um, previous habits will go away if one properly chants Hare Krishna. But sometimes we see devotees, um, I mean, they chant for many, many years, sometimes decades, but hardly any change in um, behavior, habits, uh, this is because of offenses. So. Um, that, was, uh, that will be after Shikshashtaka, we will be discuss, discussing offences, not today. I hope we can complete Shikshashtaka by today, if not, we will stop at 9.15 and we will take questions and, uh, <clears throat> and after that, we will continue with the next part tomorrow. If we can complete, well and good, but otherwise cut off at 9.15 and we will take questions and then we will um, call it a day for today. So after Shikshashtaka, we will be visiting the offences. And there we will discuss even more. So this now is the first first verse of the Shikshastaka. Chaitanya Charitamrita, Antilila, Chapter 12, Verse uh, Chapter 20, Verse 12. I hope it is big enough for you to see. So this is 19 syllables in each line. So of course, in the morning we sing this. Every devotee sings this in the temple here. So, even if you are not coming to temple, (coughs) read this in the morning, even at home. This is very important and also understand the meaning. Of course, we also recite the meaning, but you know, we are just reciting, but many devotees might not even know the meaning of what they are saying. So, this kind of mindless um, chanting is will not yield much result because the whole, whole idea of doing all the devotional activities that we are doing is to engage our mind in Krishna. So, in the Bhagavad Gita, in the second chapter, twenty, sorry, seventy-first verse, no, sixty-first verse, (coughs) the whole idea of yoga is described. So, this is chapter 2, text 61. Tani sarvani samyamya yukta asi tamat paraha Vašehi tasya tasyaprajna pratishthita One who restrains his senses, keeping them under full control and fixes his consciousness upon me is known as a man of steady intelligence. So the whole idea of this process of devotional service we are doing is so that our mind becomes captured. Uh, chanchala, chanchalam himana krishna, Arjuna is saying this mind is very, very chanchal, very, very disturbing, very fli- fickle minded as we say. So, it is very fickle, but one if we can restrain our senses and keeping them under full control and fix our consciousness on Krishna and then we can have steady intelligence and when we have steady intelligence then we can access, uh, we can have full access to Krishna consciousness. So therefore, all devotees must um, completely understand the meaning of this and also uh, we have to strive we have to strive to improve ourselves always retrospect introspect always so we will study now cheto darpana marjanam bhava maha da vagn nirvapanam shreyah kairav chandrika vitaranam vidyavadhu jivanam anandam buddhi vardhanam pratipadam purnamrta swadanam sarvaatmasna param param vijayate shri krishna sankirtanam so this is the actual verse Sometimes I see devotees uh, pronounce this as Sarvatmana Snapanam, but actually Sarvatma Snapanam. Sarvatma means here you see, Sarva means for everyone, Atma Snapanam, bathing of the self, you know, uh, clean, cleansing ourselves. So that is the actual meaning. It is a method of cleansing oneself, not only for one person, two persons, for, but for everyone. But Sarvatmana means with complete the means with body, mind and words. So, Sarvatmanasanapanam, that is, uh, that is uh, even grammar wise, grammatically it does not fit. So, Sarvatmasanapanam. So, here, word to word meaning, cheto darpanam marjanam. Chetaha, right, in the san- Sandhiviched, joining and division of words, uh, Cheto, it becomes Cheto here, but actually it is Chetaha chetah of the heart darpana the mirror marjanam cleansing cleansing the mirror of the heart or the mind then bhava Mahadavagni nirvapanam actually another trick i will tell you you see here this verses when they, you see the hyphen in between them in this between these words that means they must be taken together as one unit cheto darpana marjanam then bhava maha davagni nirvapanam, that is another unit, um, you see, see this is another unit, shreya kairava chandrika vitharanam, another unit, vidyavadhu jivanam, another unit, anandambudhi vardhanam, another unit, pratipadam, actually here it is only, pratipadam, uh, it is uh, taken as one, but actually pratipadam purnamrita svadhanam is actually one unit, Sarvatmas, Sarvatmasnapanam, Sarvatmasnapanam, Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam, Sri Shri Krishna and hyphen still here, Sankirtanam. So this will, <coughs> you know, group the words together so that they mean a particular thing. <coughs> so Cheto-Darpanam Arjunam we have studied, Bhava Mahadavagni Nirvapanam. What is that? Bhava, Bhava, of material existence. Maha Dava Agni. Maha means great. Dava means forest. Agni means fire. Blazing, great forest fire. Hmm. Nirvapanam, extinguishing. Shreya, of good fortune. Kairava, the white lotus. Chandrika, the moonshine. Vitaranam, spreading. Vidya, of all education vadhu wife jivanam the life ananda of bliss ambudhi the ocean vardhanam increasing pratipadam at every step purna amrita becomes purna see purna amrita aaswadanam it is actually as one word here purna amrita asvadanam. Hmm. Purna Amrita means, of the full nectar, Aswadanam giving a taste, Sarva, for everyone, Atmasnapanam bathing of the self, Param, transcendental, Vijayate, let there be victory, Shri Krishna Sankirtanam, for the congregational chanting of the holy name of Krishna. So, we are supposed to be in a congregation, but uh, we are in a lockdown. And self isolation. <laughs> so, but luckily we have um, this uh, broadcasting, and therefore we can enjoy congregation without congregation. This is called Achintya Bheda Bheda Tattva. <laughs> we are congregating and not congregating. <laughs> so, now we will go to the meaning, translation. Let there be all victory for the chanting of the Holy Name of Lord Krishna which can cleanse the mirror of the heart and stop the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence. That chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living entities. It is the life and soul of all education. The chanting of the Holy Name of Krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. It gives a cooling effect to everyone and enables one to taste full nectar at every step. So, sometimes, you know, some devotees have told me that, they don't understand what is this, you know, okay, they can understand, let there be all victory for the chanting, okay, then it can cleanse the mind, my mirror of the heart, alright, understood. It can stop the miseries of blazing fire of material existence, alright, understood to an extent. That chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all in what is this? <laughs> and actually in the morning when we chant the uh, translation, it is a little different. So, there it is because, it is the same meaning basically, but in the teachings of Lord Chaitanya, Srila Prabhupada mentioned the translations in that way, that we read, read in the, um, in the every day and that is also the, the way he translated it in the Bhagavatam, introduction of the Srimad Bhagavatam. So, but in the, in the verses itself he is chanting in a different, I mean he is translating in a different way, but the meaning is not different. <clears throat> so, that chanting is a waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living entities. So, I tried to check whether the moon has any effect on the lotus, I mean is that the metaphor they are using. So, I could not find very uh, any the such description that moon will expand the lotus, but uh, from the Shastra we understand that the moon actually makes the um, vegetables very succulent, succulent means very juicy, Uh, so the vegetables and fruits become juicy because of moonlight, whereas they receive nourishment from sunlight, but then moonlight makes them more um, juicy. And nice. So probably there is also a connection <coughs> that the moon, uh, when the moon is uh, waxing in the during the waxing moon, the lotus expands. Maybe. So that, this is a metaphor. So the chanting, of course, the moon waxes and wanes, but this moon of chanting will not wane. It will only Anandam Pratipadam goes on waxing and waxing and waxing and waxing. There's no end. And then it spreads the white lotus of good fortune, so this chanting um, creates good fortune for all living entities so this is also explained in many places I mean there is no <laughs> there is no dearth of um, evidences on how chanting is full of good fortune, but we will take two or three so this is of course, now Vishnu Prabhu will fire all the verses now, like a machine gun. <laughs> so, this is uh, from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 3, Verse 31. So, he said, Shukadeva Goswami continued, My dear King, he is speaking to Parikshit Maharaj, but also to us. The chanting of the holy name of the Lord is able to uproot even the reactions of the greatest sins. Therefore, the chanting of the Sankirtan movement is the most auspicious activity in the entire universe. Please try to understand this so that others will take it seriously. So, this is one verse. So, chanting of the Sankirtan is the most auspicious. Jagan mangalam Amhasam, Jagan mangalam. Mangalam means... Um, auspicious, Mangal Arti. Why do we call it Mangal Arti? Because that Arti is the most auspicious Arti. That time is very Mangal, very auspicious. So, Mangal Arti, Jagan Mangalam, Jagat Mangalam. So, the Smart Sankirtanam Vishnu, Jagan mangalam Hasam, Mahatam Apikavravya Vidhyai Kantika Nishkritam. So, this is one verse. Of course, the reference is showing wrongly as we have noticed recently, but actually it is Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 3, verse 31. So, another verse is the very last verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. Nama <speaking in Hebrew> Sanketanam <speaking in> Yasya Sarva Sarvapapa Pranashanam Pranamo Dukha Samanas Tannamami Harimparam <Hebrew> This is the very last verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. I offer my respectful obeisances unto the Supreme Lord Hari, the congregational chanting of whose holy names destroys all sinful reactions and and the offering of obeisances unto whom relieves all material suffering. So, this is another one. Another one is also there in the 8th canto, 23rd chapter, verse 16, spoken by Shukracharya himself. Who is the Asurakula uh, Guru? Asurakula Guru. So he is the Guru for the demons. But after uh, he made mistake with Balu Maharaj, then after Vamanadev came and blessed him, then he understood that Vishnu is the supreme personality of Godhead, and he chanted this verse: Mantra Tastantra Sarvam Karoti Anusankirtanam Tava. there may be discrepancies in pronouncing the mantras and observing the regulative principles. And moreover, there may be discrepancies in regard to time, place, person and paraphernalia. But when your lordship's holy name is chanted, everything becomes faultless. So, this is the good fortune of chanting. So, we may or may not... Have the proper ingredients for worship of the Lord, but by chanting everything will become auspicious. Kalair Doshanidhe Rajan. Just now we said any discrepancies in time, place. Now, even though we may say this is auspicious, inauspicious, the whole thing is Kaliuga. Kaliuga is here. Kalair Doshanidhe Rajan. It is an ocean of faults. If you, think, if you think that this muhurtam is good, that muhurtam, whole Kali Yuga is bad. No, whole Kali Yuga. Of course, there are some good times here and there, whatever. But predominantly, this whole age entirely is bad. So, there is no good time. rajan asti eko kirtanadeva mukta sangha My dear king. Although Kali Yuga is an ocean of faults, there is still one good quality about this age. Simply by chanting, simply by chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra, one can become free from material bondage and be promoted to the transcendental kingdom. This is uh, Kanto 12, chapter 3, text 51 of Srimad Bhagavatam. So in this way, this is, there are many other verses in fact, um, but we will go back to this so chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune. You know, you know a lotus when it comes, it is like a bud, and then slowly it opens up and opens up and opens up. So it appears from this verse that the moon, as the moon waxes, the the lotus spreads and opens up nicely. So that is the the whole lot. I mean, the the good fortune increases by chanting. So even at this time. Even though, you know, the whole world is uh, stuck with this virus problem, it's inauspicious, but by discussing Krishna's topics, we are getting auspiciousness. So, actually, if there is a facility, if the governments, they understand that chanting is the best auspicious activity and if they encourage such chanting, then um, there will be so much good fortune. In fact, not only at this time, any time. But uh, people don't know; they don't, they don't care. But devotees, we should understand. Um, we should understand that there is nothing more auspicious than chanting. You know. <clears throat> so it is the life and soul of all education. Even if a person is illiterate, if he is chanting, he is the most educated. Even if a person is fully educated, but if he is not chanting, he is a illiterate fool. So, Bhaktivenu Thakur has sung a whole song, Vidyar Vilase, uh, Katayanu Khana. So, he is saying that uh, Jada Vidya eta, eta Mayar Vibhav. Jada is Mayar Vaibhav. It is the uh, opulence of the illusory energy of the Lord, this material education. So, and it uh, it it blocks us, in, in he says what is the Bengali word for that, um, it actually makes us averse to Krishna, you can see that very practically, that the scientists, the so called philosophers even, they all deny God, if one becomes a scientist, he must deny God, you know, that has become the norm almost. So mostly, it is hardly… You know, very rare to see a person who is actually God conscious, properly God conscious. Mm. So, it is the life of and soul of all education. This is also explained by Prahlad Maharaj in the 7th Kanto. In fact, I think in 11th Kanto also there is some verse like this. See, this is actually a very important verse, this way you see how many times it is quoted. So, many times. I hope I can click on this and go. We can't. Somehow, we can't. So, we will go again this way. So, it is a famous verse, many devotees should know it. Already by heart now. Shravanam Kirtanam Vishno. Hmm, We have crossed it and gone way. Krishna. See. Mm -hmm. So when we are uh, online, this thing works very weirdly. And I don't even know where I am because the source. Of the ah, yes, finally we are in the proper verse. Sri Praharadu Vacha Prahlad Maharaj is saying, Shravanam Kirtanam Vishno, Smaranam Padasevanam Archanam Bandhanam Dasyam Sakyam Atmanivedanam Itipumsar Pitavishno Bhaktischena Valakshana kriyeta bhagavatyadha tanmanye dhita muttamam adhita muttamam the topmost education. Prahlad Maharaj said, hearing and chanting about the transcendental holy name form, qualities, paraphernalia and pastimes of Lord Vishnu, remembering them, serving the lotus feet of the Lord, offering the Lord respectful worship with 16 types of paraphernalia, that means deity worship, Offering prayers to the Lord, becoming his servant, considering the Lord one's best friend and surrendering everything unto him. In other words, serving him with the body, mind and words. These nine processes are accepted as pure devotional service. One who has dedicated his life to the service of Krishna through these nine methods should be understood to be the most learned person for he has acquired complete knowledge. So he has acquired complete knowledge who is serving the Lord. We have already understood this point in the meaning of Srila Prabhupada's name. I think the first episode of this Strengthening Foundation series, where we um, try to understand the name, meaning of the name of Srila Prabhupada. Uh, his name is Bhakti Vedanta. so Vedanta means the end of knowledge, the very, that means that is the end. After that, there is nothing more to be known. So, that is Krishna. So, Vedanta is Krishna and that Krishna is understood in three phases Brahmeti, Paramatmeti, bhagavaneti impersonal, localized Paramatma and finally Bhagavan as a personality of Godhead. Now, you can even maybe go to impersonal with all kinds of Jnana Yoga and by mystic yoga process, we can go to maybe Paramatma realization. But to understand Krishna in, the, in His fullness as the supreme personality of Godhead, only one process will take us and that is Bhakti. So, as we have also read the bhagavatam Jnanam Paramagohyamme Yad Vijnasamanvitam Sarahasyam Tadangamcha maya." in the chapter, Canto 2, chapter 9, text 31. So, there Vishnu says to Lord Brahma, the knowledge of me can be understood in conjunction with devotional service. So that is Vedanta, that is education, that is the end of all education. So that is possible, especially in this Kali Yuga, by chanting. So we will go back to the verse. It is the life and soul of all education. The chanting of the holy name of Krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. This is another thing. So if you go to the Ananda Ambudhi. Ambudhi means ocean, Ananda Ambudhi. Shreya Kairava Chandrika, Shreya good fortune, Kairava white lotus, Chandrika, Chandrika means the moonshine, Vitaranam, spreading Vidyavadhu Jeevanam. Is the life and soul of all education. Ananda ambudhi vardhanam. Vardhanam means increasing. Right? Yeah. Vardhanam means increasing. Ananda ambudhi vardhanam. So it is an increasing ocean. Just like Srila Prabhupada said, there there is an example of ocean here, even the Pacific Ocean. So huge, but it doesn't increase. Therefore, we confidently walk on the beach and people, you know, lie down on the beach with full confidence that the ocean will not come, increase its size, so that is by the order of the Lord. But this ocean, there is a constant Tsunami, this Ananda Ambuthi, the, the Tsunami always increasing and increasing and increasing, it doesn't, it doesn't decrease, um, but it is not the fearful ocean that, he, that is here. This is Anandam Vardhanam, This is the blissful ocean of love of Godhead. So it increases at every step. So now, this is all good. But practically, when we are, you know, chanting, so sometimes we may face, you know, happiness is not increasing all the time, or you know, it's just like routine or what. So that means we are not chanting attentively enough. Of course, I, I myself am completely a victim of this as well. Uh, I am just sharing because, so that we all understand why we sometimes don't feel or experience the descriptions that are given here, <clears throat> anandam budhi Vardhanam. So why we don't uh, have the attachment or the, the in- happiness is ever increasing. Sometimes yes, we feel all fired up and you know really enthusiastic about chanting and devotional service and sometimes we feel lazy, sometimes we feel oh, why I should do this. So. This is because of our offensive mentality, we do not value the thing that we have, we take it for granted. So, that is when complacency comes, as they say, um, what is a um, contempt, Uh, what is that? Uh, Familiarity breeds contempt, familiarity breeds contempt, when we become familiar, too familiar with this and then we do not have the same respect for the holy name then it will become familiar and then we will, you know, lose the, then we will give other things more importance and that's when our chanting becomes, you know, suffers. <clears throat> but if we follow everything properly, then anandam the happiness keeps on increasing and increasing and increasing and pratipadam Purnamrta swadhanam, uh, pratipadam, at every step we can uh, experience. That Purna Amrita Asvadanam, giving a taste, ever increasing taste, Navanavarasa Dhamani Udhyatam Rantum So, Navanavarasa means, this is by Yamunacharya, he said, whenever I took to Krishna consciousness, every step there is a newer and newer taste. So, this taste, when we get, when we become fixed in this, when we start to relish this taste of increasing Krishna consciousness, then we can give up materialistic bad habits and all these things. So, it is not that uh, we can give up the bad habits without this. We have to have superior attachment. And that is explained in the Bhagavad Gita. So, this is chapter 2, text 59 of Bhagavad Gita. Hmm. Though the embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, the taste for sense objects remains. But seizing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste, he is fixed in consciousness. So, we have to have higher taste. So, the only way we can get that is to be attentive in our devotional service and be fully involved. Why we do not involve, why we commit these offences, why we think that this is something less than it actually is, why we think that, okay chanting is one thing but you know I have other thing, important things to do, because we hear accordingly. This is advertisement, this is the power of advertisement. The more we hear about something, the more we get convinced about that, even though we are devotee, Like many devotees, they have heard the philosophy in the beginning of their devotional life. They read all the books, you know, like they read all the books and they get interested. And a time comes where they stop reading and no, no more input again. So then what happens? Then we have to take input from somewhere else. That will be Maya. So, of course, reading is one way. And then classes, attending classes in the temple. So, even attending classes, we may sleep or we may have something else to do than hearing a class and in this way, we don't hear and then we don't read, then what happens? Maya slowly starts dictating, hey, this is more important, that is more important, you have to do this and that and this and that. And then our, you know, our taste for all these things goes down and there is this verse, uh, I think this is the correct number. I'm just hoping. Yes, it is correct. <laughs> so, Canto 11, Chapter 16, Verse 43. Yo vayvan manasisamyag asamyat chandhiya yatih tasya Vratam tapodha tapodanam sravatyaamaghataambovat. This is actually. I learned it once but I forgot. A transcendentalist who does not completely control his words and mind by superior intelligence will find that his spiritual vows, austerities and charity flow away just like, just as water flows out of an unbaked clay pot. So, if a, if a clay pot is not baked properly and if it is still wet and all that, then the water will seep out, it will not hold water. So, to hold water, it has to be completely baked. So, we cannot be half-baked devotees. So, half-baked devotees means uh, following, just show devotees. When they come to temple, uh, wear all devotional clothing and this and that. And when they go out, you will find them here and there with all, all kinds of karmic clothes. Okay, going to office is one thing. But even otherwise, suppose, suppose you have to buy some groceries for the house. Why can't we wear devotional clothing? We can wear So, all these things, these are small, small things, we may think, uh, after all, chanting is more important. But everything is important and chanting also. So, if we don't keep track of all these things, then our devotional service will slowly, slowly flow out, flow out and then it becomes dry, chanting becomes dry. Mm. In fact, Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, when you put your hand in the bead bag, that bead bag is the thermometer. Just like they check your health, you know how your fever now is. Now all over the world they're checking with this thermometer, you know how whether you are healthy or not, whether you have a fever. So similarly, the chanting bag is the thermometer of our spiritual life. So once we put in the our hand inside, where our mind is going, you know, so that determines our state of our that is determines the state state of our spiritual life. So that is where we are. So we have to constantly remind ourselves that I have to focus on chanting, I have to focus on chanting. <clears throat> the chanting of the holy name of Krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. It gives a cooling effect to everyone and enables one to taste full nectar at every step. Material life is full like a Bhava, uh, Bhava Mahadavagnini, you know, Bhava maha dawagni. It is a blazing forest fire, but this chanting gives a cooling effect, uh, becomes... You know, it, it gives such relief from this material pangs, you may say w- w- how, how, you just chant and see. So actually it gives, if we nicely chant, then it actually we can completely, um, uh, as, as, as much as we are attentive, as much as we are, you know, following all the rules and regulations also of the spiritual master, uh, then we can feel that chanting is very pleasurable. It is not that I am on the stage of you know pure chanting, no, I am pakka nama but it is just like we have to understand these things and try to follow. The next verse, so this is we have only covered the first verse, okay, so we will see how quickly we can go. At the same time, we should also understand. So, anyway, we will stop at 9.15 and take questions. So, 2013, Sankirtan Hoyte Papa Samsara Nashan Chitta Shuddhi Sarvabhakti Sadhan Udgama. So, now Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is explaining. "By, By performing congregational chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra, one can destroy the sinful condition of material existence, purify the unclean heart and awaken all varieties of devotional service. Next verse. Krishna premodgama premaamrita asvadana. Krishna Krishna prapty sevaamrita samudre madjana. The result of chanting is that one awakens his love for Krishna and tastes transcendental bliss. Ultimately, one attains the association of Krishna and engages in his devotional service, as if immersing himself in a great ocean of love. Uthila Vishad Dainya Pade Apana Shlok Jahar Artha Shuni Jai Dukkha So then, after explaining this, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu felt another emotion in his madness. Lamentation and humility awoke within Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he began reciting another of his own verses. By hearing the meaning of that verse, one, one can forget all unhappiness and lamentation. <clears throat> this is the second verse of the Shikshashtaka Nam Namaka Ribahudha Nijasar Vashak Tis Tatrar Pita Niamita Smaranena Kala Eta Drishita Vakripa Bhagavan Mamapi Durdaiva Midrishamiha Janina Nuraga. So this is the second verse. So, if you see the whole Shikshastaka, it is the progression of the devotee to the highest stage. So, the first verse is to understand the glories of the Holy Name. The second verse is to understand our position that I am so, you know, uh, unfortunate. That is the meaning of this verse. See translation of this verse. My Lord, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, in your Holy Name there is all good fortune for the living entity. And therefore, you have many names such as Krishna and Govinda by which you expand yourself. You have invested all your potencies in those names and there are no hard and fast rules for remembering them. My dear Lord, although you bestow such mercy upon the fallen conditioned souls by liberally teaching your holy names, I am so unfortunate that I commit offenses while chanting the holy name and therefore I do not achieve attachment for chanting. So first is to understand the mercy of Krishna. Uh, The Krishna is so merciful and he has given us the holy name and the glories of the holy name and how auspicious it is that is what should be done and that is what is already offered by Krishna, but now my reciprocation, what is my reciprocation? I am totally uninterested in this because of my offences and that is my misfortune. And then how to get rid of this misfortune, that is the next verse, by becoming humble and tolerant, then we can kirtaniya sada hari, we can chant Hare Krishna always. And then what is the next stage, when we will get purified of our material desires na dhanam, na janam, na then we will desire only unmotivated devotional service to Krishna even if it's birth after birth then you know he goes on he says please engage me in your service and save me from this material existence and then he says when will I you know uh, experience all the ecstatic emotions you know of crying and my hair standing on end and then he says i'm finally in the 7th I mean, verse he says, you know the ecstatic thing, I mean the ecstatic feelings they increase and increase and increase as we go and then he says, without you everything is vacant, there is nothing is more, nothing is meaningful in this world without you um, and then each moment is feeling like 12 years. Um, so, this kind of distress is because of separation but then last he says, whatever, whether you wish to come before me or whether you never give me your audience or whether you neglect me, still you are my Lord, I am not going to leave your service, I am not going to leave you for anything, no matter how difficult it is. So, that is the perfectional stage of um, love of Godhead. So, this is the progression of our spiritual life, these eight verses, complete. So, Sambandha, Abhidheya and Prayojana, all three are included in this. Sambandha means to understand the glories of the Lord and our relationship with the Lord and then Abhidheya means to actually execute. Okay, My relationship is servant of God. So, I must serve God. So, that is our relationship. So, in that relationship come chanting and following all the rules and regulations and then prayojana, What is the fruit? Love of Godhead. So, that fruit is the end of this um, Shikshashtaka. So, this second verse, if we go word to word, so, Naam Naam Akari Bahudha Nijasarva Shaktis. Naam Naam of the holy names of the Lord. Akari Manifested. Bahudha Various kinds. Nijasarva Shakti All kinds of personal potencies. Tatra in that. Arpita Bestowed. Niyamitah Restricted. Smarane in remembering. Na not. Kalah, consideration of time. drishi so much. Tava, your. Kripa, mercy. Bhagavan, O Lord. Mama, my. Api, although. Durdaivam, misfortune. Idrisham, such. Iha, in this holy name. In this, the holy name. Ajani, was born. Na, not. Anuragaha, attachment. So, Nam Nam Akari Bahudhaan Nijasarva Shaktis Tatrar Pita Niyamita Smaraneena Kala Etadrishi Tavakripab Hagavan Mamapi Durdaivam Idrishamihajani Nanuragaha. So, in other words, the holy name is so auspicious. So, when we are chanting, I am not feeling the same, that means maybe the holy name is not auspicious, you know, all this fake. No, I am fake, Durdaivam because I am my, I am the problem, this is what I have to understand. So when there is some description in the Shastra and when we experience it differently, the problem is not with the Shastra, it is with us. So that is the way we have to take it. So because I am offensive, therefore I am not getting the attachment and um, Actually, there is a nice verse in the Bhagavatam, we will go through that verse, it is because it is very important. This is um, Chapter 2, chapter 3, text 24. Mm. Actually this is also a good verse to remember, which I also don't remember at this point. Tadashmasaram Ridayambatam Yadgra Yamana Harina Madhe Navikrieta Yadavikaro Netrejalam Gatra Ruheshuhar Sha Srimad Bhagavatam Canto two chapter three verse twenty four Tadashmasaram. Ashma means actually stone. Saram, here it is read, translated as steel framed or Ashma saram means stone hearted. Hridayam. Ashma saram hridayam means stone hearted or steel framed heart. So, the translation, in fact, the purport of this verse is also very nice. Translation certainly that heart is steel framed, which, in spite of one's chanting the holy name of the Lord with concentration, does not change even when one displays such signs of transformation as tears in the eyes and ecstatic standing of the hairs on end. If there is no change of heart, if there is no change, um, then it is steel-framed, you see in spite of chanting there is no change of heart. So now here Prabhupada gives a very nice purport, it is very um, profitable to read this. So, in the purport, we will read it. We should note, with profit, that in the first three chapters of the second canto, a gradual process of development of devotional service is being presented. In the first chapter, the first step in devotional service for God consciousness by the process of hearing and chanting has been stressed, and a gross miscon- uh, sorry and a gross conception of the personality of Godhead in His universal form for the beginners is recommended. By such gross conception of God through the material manifestations of his energy, one is enabled to spiritualize the mind and the senses and gradually concentrate the mind upon Vishnu, Lord Vishnu, the Supreme, who is present as the super soul in every heart and everywhere, in every atom of the material universe. The system of Pancha Upasana recommending five mental attitudes for the common man is also enacted for this purpose, namely gradual development, worship of the superior that may be in the form of fire, electricity, the sun the mass of living beings, the Lord Shiva and at last the impersonal super soul, the partial representation of Lord Vishnu. They are all nicely described in the second chapter but in the third chapter further description, further development is prescribed after one has actually reached the stage of Vishnu worship or pure devotional service and the mature stage of Vishnu worship is suggested herein in relation to the change of heart. So this pancha Panchopasana, you know, there are There are some lower forms of worship that are also mentioned in the Vedas, but all the different processes of the Vedas are meant to come to this point that we have to come to the devotional service of Krishna, and that devotional service also should be performed with um, attention and with full reverence and affection. And there has to be a change of heart, there has to be a change of heart. In fact, if you notice yourself um, compared to when we were a non devotee, maybe some of us have eaten meat. And now, being a devotee, if you look at meat, you can't stand it. That means there is a change of heart. Uh, of course, that is to an extent, there, has, there is more to go, but at least you, you just compare yourself from that stage, there is a change of heart. So, there has to be a change of heart, not that. Oh, I'm you know, a devotee and then I'm doing the, doing the same things, same sinful activities as I'm doing. Some people, you know, go to temples, mosques, churches, but they go for a whole life, but nothing changes. their habits don't change. Whereas, and governments are spending millions and billions of dollars to get people out of drug addiction and substance abuse. And so there are, you know, so there are other fel- welfare activities like, you know, family counseling and this and that. All these problems are because the mind is uncontrolled. There is no change of heart, the heart is dirty and there is a reason why all these things are manifesting like that. So, but if the heart is cleansed, cheto then an entire, you know, uh, world will be very peaceful. Just like now also, in this uh, coronavirus situation, the governments have come up with all kinds of rules for border control, for, you know, safe distancing rules, for you know for uh, the impose fines on those people who do not follow the rules of lockdown or ultimately ultimately it all comes down to one thing each and every person being responsible and sanitizing himself and keep safe distance from others and all this so ultimately it comes down to each and every person and the governments although they are imposing all these heavy restrictions but they're also requesting please be, re- be responsible so, because as they say, the the well-being of all of us depends on each one of us. So, that is that's the quote now Singapore government is also uh, sharing with everybody. Now, the well-being of all of us depends on the responsibility of each and of each of, depends on the responsibility of each and every one of us. So, ultimately it, it is like that, there has to be a change of heart in everyone. So, now in this material world, there is also a pandemic, that is the pandemic of Bhavarok, the, the, the whole disease, the whole material existence is a diseased condition and it is infectious, very infectious, the Maya is very infectious. The more we associate with our base qualities, passion and ignorance, the more we become um, contaminated by this disease and unless we sanitize ourselves by this chanting process, um, the, our hand sanitizer is a bead bag. So, it is actually to sanitize our mind and once the mind is sanitized darpana Marjanam then there will be automatically all good fortune for everyone. The problem is we are not taking it seriously. Uh, that is why all kinds of infections start. Just like when people do not follow the safe distancing or you know the sanitization and everything seriously, then we are giving a chance for the virus to come. So similarly, if we are not chanting properly, if we are not following all the rules, especially in Nectar of Instruction, if you see Rupa Goswami, it is only eleven verses, the Nectar of Instruction, Upadesha Amrita. but these are rules to be followed by every devotee. And if we don't follow all these rules, in that, in the Nectar of Instruction also there is safe distancing, So Janasanga, it is, it is, um, it is um, prohibited for devotees. Janasanga means to associate with worldly minded people closely. So we have to maintain distance and Vritya, associate with devotees and follow the <coughs> path chalked out by the acharya. So this is spiritual safe distancing. So we have to follow these things to keep ourselves away from the contamination of matter and gain more you know uh, attachment for Krishna. So, there are many worships, but it ultimately comes to change of heart, you know. The whole process of spiritual culture is aimed at changing the heart of the living being in the matter of his eternal relation with the Supreme Lord as subordinate servant, which is his eternal constitutional position. This is the point. All the rules. Why there is deity worship? It is elaborate. We have, you know, every festival we are spending thousands of dollars to buy a deity dress a new dress. And then there is so much gorgeous arrangement. Why? Some people may not understand. Oh, why are you wasting time? You would rather give it to the poor. No, no, no. They don't understand. The thing is, when we dress Krishna attractively, then we are, the person who is dressing, he is forced, he is actually seeing, all the time he is seeing the form of Krishna. And by you know, by, okay, what should I put on the head and what decoration here and what decoration on the waist. And in this way, we are meditating on the lotus feet, the, the 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 hands, the lotus face of the Lord. This is meditation. Not only that, not only is the, the one who is dressing benefiting, anyone who comes to the temple. Now, nobody can come. But, therefore, we are sharing our De- Deity Darshan daily on Instagram. If you are not following us on Instagram, you should. And it is... Uh, handle is iskm.sg, handle at iskm.sg, you should follow us. There we have Instagram, we have daily darshan, so you can still um, have darshan. So, anybody who has darshan of the Lord also becomes attracted to Krishna and the mind becomes captivated by that beauty. Mm. So, that is the exact point of the whole rules of Vedic li- literature. Smartavya satatam vishnur Vismartavya na what is that another verse? Um, somehow or other our mind must be fixed on Krishna. That is the whole point. So, it that is also preaching. Nicely dressing the deities of Krishna is also preaching in that sense. And it is actually spreading good fortune for everyone. So, because they are meditating at least for a moment or a few moments, they are seeing the Lord, they are meditating on the Lord. And if they take a photo and put it as their wallpaper, they are even remembering even more. So, in this way, um, they forget their own beauty, you know, otherwise they are looking at the mirror, you know, looking at, you know, everything, they just in the bodily concept of life or they are looking at some girl here and there or a girl is looking at a boy or you see nice features and this. So, in this way, we are looking at material forms, illusory forms and getting hit by Maya, left, right, centre. So, to come out of that, one has to be attracted to Krishna. So, the whole process, every grand arrangement that we are doing uh, that the spiritual master has set up so many temples, You know how, many, how much money it costs to build a temple, hmm? why, why these temples are constructed, so that it is all for one thing. In fact, uh, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur said this. He was building so many temples and once, uh, one uh, gentleman, he glorified him, he said, it is very nice that you are building many temples. Then, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur said, my mission is to build temple in everyone's heart. My real mission is to build a temple, a beautiful temple in everyone's heart. So, that is the real thing actually. So, all this, this temple worship is there for, so that we will carry that, that flavor everywhere we go. So, in, in, if we are in the temple, but if our heart is not like a temple, if it like is like a brothel, you know, and our mind is like a prostitute and so we are not getting any benefit from staying in a temple if our mind is somewhere else. So, the whole point is our mind must be fixed on Krishna. If our mind is fixed on Krishna, even like Nityananda Prabhu, he went to the liquor shop or even Srila Prabhupada, he went to the nudie beach, you know, where everybody was naked and once, you know, there, there were naked people in the class, you know, he was chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And then, uh, he opened his eyes and naked people were sitting there. <laughs> of course, Prabhupada, uh, this Leela was actually narrated by someone um, that Prabhupada said, oh, you all like, like to be naked. You feel you feel happy by being naked? They said, oh, yes, yes. I will show you how, how to become more naked. This body itself is a dress actually. The naked, the real naked is a soul. So, I will I will teach you how to become naked and give up this body also and then become spiritually <laughs> advanced. So, like this, he preached. And actually, a few devotees, about 10 of them or something, they joined. And Tamal Krishna was one of them. Uh, Tamal Krishna Goswami. So, so like this, um, so, devotees are going into, practically, it was like a brothel. It was supposed to be a temple. <laughs> it became a nude, <laughs> assembly of nude people. So, <laughs> so, I mean, so, a devotee, he can make even a brothel into a temple or a liquor shop into a temple. Nityananda Prabhu used to go to liquor shop. He said, why are you intoxicated with wine? I will be give you better intoxicant. You know, take Harinam. And then they became, whoever he touched, they became ecstatic. And they, they, they gave up their wine. So, in this way, they will, a devotee of Krishna, he he carries, that's why it is said, bhavadvida bhagavatas uh, I don't want to go away from this purport. Uh, Yudhishthira Maharaj said to Vidura, Bhavadvidha Bhagavata um, Tirthi Bhuta svayam Vibho Tirthi Kurvandi Tirthani uh, Swantasthena Gadabhita. That means a pure devotee is a um, holy place personified. Wherever he goes, he makes that into a holy place. So even if he is in a brothel, or even if he is in a nude beach, or even if he is in a liquor shop, uh, he will preach and he will make that a temple. Whereas if our mind is not on Krishna, even if we are in the temple, we may be in a brothel or a liquor shop or a restaurant. So, the whole thing is not the external. By, by engaging in the external, uh, our external senses in service of Krishna, the whole thing is internal purification. This is the exact um, purport of the Gundicha Marjan chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which I think we should also... Uh, study as a, as a part of this streng- Strengthening Foundations because it has such beautiful um, instructions on how we can cleanse ourselves. By cleansing temple, he connected everything to cleansing our heart. So again, we will repeat this line, the whole process of spiritual culture is aimed at changing the heart of the living being in the matter of his eternal relation with the Supreme Lord as subordinate servant which is his, his eternal constitutional position. So with the progress of devotional service, the reaction of change in the heart is exhibited by gradual detachment from the sense of material enjoyment, by a false sense of lauding it over the world and an increase in the attitude of rendering loving service to the Lord. So did you get that? Two things. So how we know the heart is changing? So there has to be, first of all, a gradual detachment from the sense of material enjoyment which is a result of false sense of lording it over material nature. We want to become controller in this world and become the enjoyer in that way. So when one becomes a devotee, one should not be interested in those things, which he was interested before. So, there has to be a gradual detachment from the sense of material enjoyment. And second, second symptom, so there is one thing that is reducing attachment to material way of life. Next, an, increasing, an increase in the attitude of rendering loving service to the Lord. So, his attitude to serve the Lord should increase and increase. So, when this is happening, we can say that there is a change of heart. So, if one is practicing something, spiritual life, but he is still you know, materially involved and nothing is changing, that means there is no change of heart. That means, ashmasaram, ashmasaram hridayam, steel-framed heart or stone-hearted. So, how to, how to melt the steel-framed heart? The temperature must be very high, steel will not uh, you know, melt very easily, temperature must be very high. You know, therefore, therefore, we must be in the fire of Krishna Consciousness, uh, very, very seriously. Then the temperature will become higher and higher and higher and then one day hopefully the steel will melt, but if you go farther away, then problem. It doesn't melt. So, although we may not exhibit all those ecstatic symptoms of crying and and all these things, but at least there has to be detachment from material way of life. That means, that's why a devotee, when he takes to chanting, he can give up meat-eating, illicit sex, gambling, intoxication, because he has taken to a higher taste. Prabhupada said, we cannot follow the four principles without chanting, even in a subtly we should not do it, these four principles, uh, not that I don't eat meat, but in my mind, oh, I actually missed that, that, that dish, you know, I cannot, this should not be the way, so and onion, garlic, I know we have to not eat onion, but you know, my mind craves for it or tea and coffee, so there should not be any craving, that means, if we have craving, that means, we are, uh, we are not having any taste in, our, in devotional life. We are, our heart is not changed yet. Um, so, so, with the progress of devotional service, the reaction of change in the heart is exhibited by gradual detachment from the sense of material enjoyment, by a false sense of lording it over the world and an increase in the attitude of rendering loving service to the Lord. Vidhibhakti or regulated devotional service by the limbs of the body, namely the eyes, the ears, the nose, the hands and the legs as already explained here and before, is now stressed herein in relation to the mind. We have to engage all our senses in Krishna's service, but now the connection with the mind is established in this verse. Which is the impetus, is now stressed herein in relation to the mind, which is the impetus for all activities of the limbs of the body. It is expected by all means that by discharging regulated devotional service, one must manifest the change of heart. If there is no such change, the heart must be considered steel-framed, for it is not melted even when there is the chanting of the holy name of the Lord. We must always remember that hearing and chanting are the basic principles of discharging devotional duties and if they are properly performed, they will follow the, there will follow the reactional ecstasy with signs of tears in the eyes and standing of the hairs on the body. We sometimes, sometimes um, some devotees, they want these symptoms very quickly but the, the stress is on the word properly. And for a long time, we should be prepared for a long game. We are not here for for a sprint, we are here for a marathon. And just like yesterday, we have studied the Tulusi Maharani's austerity. One hundred thousand celestial years! And we want love of Godhead in like two seconds. What is this? I mean, you know, there was one uh, (laughs) boy who was coming here. And he was, I I told the story before, some of you might know. So, there was a boy coming here and he wanted, you know, he heard this in the class that, you know, we must get love of Godhead, you know, ecstasy. He heard about something about ecstasy, spiritual ecstasy. Then he said, I also want to experience these things. How should I experience? So, one devotee, I think Subhala Prabhu, he said, "Um, you wash the pots first. You wash the dishes. and Then he will, that is the beginning. Then he, okay, okay, I will do it, I will do it. Then he went to the kitchen. Then he washed all the dishes. All the dishes he washed for two hours. Thoroughly he washed. Then he washed and he came out. Prabhu, I am still not feeling anything. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> he wants uh, love of Godhead, ecstasy, ecstatic symptoms in two hours. <laughs> so, we cannot be. That's why the, in the nectar of instruction, which we will also study uh, in the future. <clears throat> so, Utsahan, nischaya, Dairiyad. We have to have enthusiasm and determination and patience. Uh, we cannot, we cannot, you know, Uh, just have it in an instant because the problem is modern civilization is you know uh, enamoured by junk food and everything you know instant gratification especially first world countries everything they want it is there right there. So when something takes like little instead of maybe one minute it takes five minutes they can't bear it oh this is a terrible customer service this and that whereas if you go to countries like maybe India or something he say, hai, wait na, lunch hour, no come after 2 hours. He has waited already 5 hours. You come after 2 hours or you come tomorrow. So You have nothing to say, you have to do it. You have to do it that way. So, you know, so in this, because we are habituated to instant gratification in so many ways and if we want something, instantly, you call and then the pizza will come home. All now, not only, not only pizza, every Uber, what is, the grab food, Uber food or what is, Uber Eats, they call and then it will come. So, instant gratification, you don't have to work hard, you just call and, and uh, otherwise you have to cook. So, all these are troublesome. So so what the modern civilization is doing basically, is uh, devaluing the, the importance of hard work and dedication. Especially true, it is especially true in the spiritual uh, life, we have to be ready for, you know very very long. Krishna just told Tulusi, you know in that Tulusi story we have read, when she was about to leave the spiritual world to come to this material world, Krishna said you perform austerities and Brahma will give you benediction. Okay, she went, came down and she did not just do austerity and then two days, three days later where is Brahma, where is Brahma, where is Brahma. She went on and on and on and on. One hundred thousand celestial years which is like thirty six million years of our time. You know, we, we are chanting maybe for 3 years, 4 years, 5 years, 10 years, 20 years. We are thinking, uh, you know, what is not, you know, um, 20 years, you know, maybe no no ecstasy is coming. We 100,000 celestial years, Tulasi. That's why she is Tulasi. Incomparable. So, anyway, although we cannot do all that, but at least what Prabhupada gave us that those we have to follow and properly, we have to properly perform them. Then, automatically it will come. All these ecstasy, all these feelings, will come as a, in, as a mature stage of this. Um, we have to just stick to the process. We have to be very serious about sticking to the process. Mm. We must always remember that hearing and chanting are the basic principles of discharging devotional duties and if they are properly performed, they will, they will follow the reactional ecstasy with signs of tears in the eyes and standing of the hairs on the body. These are natural consequences and are the preliminary symptoms of the bhava stage, which occurs before one reaches the perfectional stage of prema, love of Godhead. If the reaction does not take place, even after continuous hearing and chanting of the holy name of the Lord, it may be considered to be due to offences only. That is the opinion of the sandarbha. This is Sandarbha is written by Jiva Goswami, Shat Sandarbha. So, it is said there that Jiva Goswami said that if the reaction of the ecstasy does not take place even after continuous hearing and chanting of the holy name, it may be considered to be due to offences only. Therefore, we have to study offences. This is why we chant the Shikshashtaka in the morning and the offences in the morning followed by offences. Why? Because these are the foundational things, The whole our whole devotional life depends on how well We not only understand, but also try to implement these, these principles in our lives. In the beginning of chanting of the Holy Name of the Lord, if the devotee has not been very careful about avoiding the ten kinds of offences at the feet of the Holy Name, certainly the reaction of feelings of separation will not be visible by tears in the eyes and standing of the hair on end. This is very important, you see. We want always the result, we don't want the process. Uh, This is the problem, that is the instant gratification. So the instant gratification basically is, is, what it does is takes out the process, outsource the process to somebody else and I have a desire and I want it, I want it and I get it. There should be as little gap between them as possible, that is called instant gratification. I don't want the cumbersome process by which I have to from point A which is I want it to point B where I get it. How much you can cut down that cumbersome process that they think is good customer service or you know in that way and subtly, imperceptibly without we even realizing it, we are succumbing to that attitude of instant gratification and it comes, it overflows into our spiritual life also. We are not ready for the long game. We want, you know, instantly ecstasies. Like the boy who wanted two hours. He wanted he full ecstasy of love of Godhead in two hours. How is that possible? You know? So, uh, we have to be ready for the long game. And the process is what? We have to be fixed upon. The goal, that is up to Krishna. But I have to be very... Um, that's why it is said... Guru Mukha Padma Vakya Chittete Korya Aikya. Our focus should be, our Aikya means our single pointed focus must be on the Guru Mukha Padma Vakya. That's all. All the result of by doing this devotional service, what is the result, whether love of God will come, that all depends on Krishna. Whether he wants to award that or not, that is entirely up to him. But this, what is within our control, at least we can do that. What is out of our control, we cannot anyway cannot do it. So, what is within our control is to follow the instructions of the spiritual master. That is very much within our control. So we should at least take full control of that. We have to rectify all our malpractices, and then if we can if we can make that very nice and solid, then everything will follow. That is the purport of this. <coughs> the Bhava stage is manifested by eight transcendental symptoms, namely. This is the ashta sattvika Vikar. inertness, perspiration, standing of hairs on the end, failing of the voice, trembling, paleness of the body, tears in the eyes and finally trance. The Nectar of Devotion, a summary study of Sri Rupa Goswami's Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu, explains those symptoms and vividly describes other transcendental developments both in steady and accelerating manifestations. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has very critically discussed uh, discussed all these bhava displays in connection with some unscrupulous neophytes imitating the above symptoms for cheap appreciation. That means they some, some there are some devotees they are called Prakrit sahajiyas. That means they want to show others that they are having this deep love of Krishna. You know they make you know the chanting Hare Krishna Hare Krishna and then suddenly they are crying. If you go to Bangladesh, you will find these people very much. And in the Bengal, Orissa region sometimes, you will find these kind of people. They, they, they sing and in the singing, they cry, oh, crying. And then they hug each other, oh, in emotional feelings. Once one um, Bengali devotee from Bangladesh, you know, he was, you know, he was here in Singapore. So, they are used to this in Bangladesh. In Bangladesh, there are troops, like a chanting troop, like Kirtan troop. So they, some of them play the instrument, some of them you know like sing and all that, and play the harmonium, some like that. So they when they do it any function, they hire these troops, and then they come and do their performances. And in the performance, they also do this crying and you know all these symptoms and hugging and you know, as if they are in full ecstasy of love of Godhead. You know they do all these th- things. So, <laughs> so once the one the, the devotee he like. He was used to that in Bangladesh, but then when he came here, here Ketan was going on, you know, um, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, everybody was ecstatic, everybody is jumping, you know, and then suddenly he he became very, you know, he was like, oh, crying and then he came and hugged Sundar Gopal Prabhu. <laughs> the worst thing you can do is hug Sundar Gopal Prabhu like that. <laughs> and he was shouted and driven out of the temple. <laughs> Get out from here. Nonsense. <laughs> so, of course, then he understood, then he stopped it, then he became, then after that he chanted and became a normal devotee. <laughs> so, so, this is what we have to avoid. So, there are actually certain people like that. So, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has critically discussed, very critically discussed, all these bhava displays in connection with some unscrupulous neophytes imitating the above symptoms for cheap appreciation. In fact, now There is one devotee from, graduated from our Hare Krishna movement, Prabhupada's movement even. His name is called Gaurahari. He is going around in Facebook, he has following. He is doing the exact same rubbish nonsense. He is doing this exact nonsense. He is, you know, displaying, you know, crying. He and his followers will come on Facebook live like this and then they will hold their chanting bag, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, then they will take a tissue. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare. This is another nonsense. And Facebook Live. Nothing else. They're just chanting and then with tears. They want to show you no know, the whole world. You know, they are they are having these Bhava symptoms. And they say he is the, the his followers. He's he has a handful of followers. And they say he is the incarnation of you know love of Godhead and he is carrying the Prabhupada's movement forward. They're all rubbish, they are talking like this. So Vishwana Chakravartya Thakur, later on uh, even Rupa Goswami, uh, Jiva Goswami and later on Bhaktivana Thakur, Bhaktisiddhan saraswati Thakur, even Gaur Gishwadas Babaji, Jagannadas Babaji and Prabhupada, all of them were thoroughly, vehemently against these practices. So here, not only Vishwana Thakur, but also Srila Rupa Goswami has treated them very, very critically. Sometimes all the above 8 symptoms of ecstasy ecstasy are imitated by the mundane devotees, Prakrita, Sahajiyas. But the pseudo-symptoms are at once detected when one sees the pseudo-devotee addicted to so many forbidden things. So in the Kirtan, he will cry and cry and then after he is tired in the Kirtan and go out and smoke on bidi. Bidi means, you know, like cigarette. Um, So or he will, let us have some relaxation or then they will find some women, you know, like the the song we… Sang, Thakur, uh, but, he is concentrating on Parerbala, other people's daughters. Which daughter, which, whose daughter I can, you know, associate with tonight, you know. So, this is, this is their thinking. So, and just like Prabhupada said, you know, this, this devotee he is chanting Radhe, Radhe, Radhe. But actually, he is thinking of the Radha, who is the neighbor. Her name is Radha and he is thinking of her. So, this kind of devotional service is Prakrita So, this is this is called Tilaknake kali chela kali chela. So, but the pseudo symptoms are detected when one sees the pseudo devotee addicted to so many forbidden things. Even though decorated with the signs of a devotee, like you know Matha Neda, you know uh, what is that? Shaven head, Kapnipora, um, all devotional clothing with kopin, inside also there is kopin, everything pakka and tilak nake, nice tilak and galai mala. So, you see him very good devotee, but then his actions concentrating on parer bala, concentrating on who is the whose daughter I will uh, associate with tonight. So, even though decorated with the signs of a devotee, a person addicted to smoking, drinking or illeg- illegitimate sex with women cannot have all the above-mentioned ecstatic symptoms. But it is seen that sometimes these symptoms are willfully imitated and for this reason Srila Viswana Chakravarti Thakur accuses the imitators of being stone-hearted men. Ashmasaram They are sometimes even affected by the reflection of such transcendental symptoms, yet, If they still do not give up the forbidden habits, then they are hopeless cases for transcendental realization. (laughs) There is no hope. (laughs) Just like yesterday, we chanted that verse, I have no devotion, I have nothing, I have no mystic power of Vaishnava, but I have a strong hope that I will, you know, have uh, success in this process. We can have hope only if whatever we are told to do, whatever we are given the process, if we are fully following the process, Yes. If we don't follow the process and if we invent our own process or if we are very callous and we are not careful, careless in our, pro, in our execution of the process, then that hope also is fruitless. It's a hope against hope. That's why it is said in one place, Bahu janma kare jadi kirtan tabutana paya krishna pade He said, even for millions of lives, if we, if we chant Hare Krishna, we will never get love of Godhead. We will always be far away as long as we commit offences. Uh, so, we have to, if we do not want to be hopeless cases for transcendental realisation, then we have to take it up seriously. We should not imitate, that is a, one extreme of a nonsense, imitating higher symptoms and you know, all the ecstasy or Prabhu, all this ecstasy is for, you know, great devotees Prabhu, I am fallen soul, no? I am very fallen soul. So, I don't have any, then, how fallen, then sometimes, you know, Ekadasi, why, do, why why did you eat grains today? Oh, actually, he knows, he knows, the calendar is there right in front of him, but, oh, I forgot, I am mm. fallen soul, Prabhu, what to do? And Chaturmasa. why are you are not following, you know, we are not, we are not supposed to take yogurt, this, that is for Indian devotees, Prabhu, in India, or rainy season, you know, now, here, where, Singapore, no rainy season, everywhere, whole year, so, in this way, Niyama, uh, Niyama Agraha, not taking the rules uh, seriously, taking it too cheaply or taking the higher ecstasy too cheaply. Both are Sahajiyas. Sahajiya means one who takes these serious things very cheaply. So, if we take the rules, uh, no meat eating, no, no meat eating, no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication. If we take these rules cheaply, that is one Sahajiya, another Sahajiya is the high ecstasies which are reserved for liberated souls, for exalted devotees, if we take that cheaply and imitate them, that is another Sahajiya. It's two kinds of Sahajiyas. <clears throat> when Lord Chaitanya met Srila Ramananda Rai of Kavur on the bank of the Godavari, the Lord developed all these symptoms. See, note this. Eh? When Lord Chaitanya met Srila Ramananda Rai of Kavar on the bank of Godavari, I think in Telugu we call it Kovur, Kovuru district. So, the Lord developed all these symptoms, but because of the presence of some non-devotee Brahmanas who were attendants of uh, the Ramananda Rai, the Lord suppressed these symptoms. So, in other words, the pure devotee has always these symptoms, always. Pratikshana Svadhanalolupasya, we have read in the Guru Vashtakam. So, he always experiences these symptoms, but, but, when there are other people who cannot understand or who will see Prabhupada or a pure devotee or even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as you hear, they see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu if the ordinary people see they think either he is a madman or oh that is nice, huh? he is so full of love of Krishna. I will also I think this this you know that tears in the eyes is very good. I will also practice you know, tears in the eyes, or you know, I will also practice his fainting, how to faint properly, you know. Then they will get contaminated with all these things. So when people don't understand these things, so Chaitanya Chaitan Mahaprabhu covered those symptoms. So pure devotees they don't show the symptoms to external. He only reserved, he showed only to Rai and Sarodhamadar and few such close associates. The Lord suppressed these symptoms. So sometimes they are not visible even in the body of the first class devotee for certain circumstantial reasons circumstantial reasons. Therefore, real steady bhava is definitely displayed in the matter of cessation of material desires, kshanti, uh, cessation of material desires, tolerance and then uh, kshanti means, um, uh, re, what is that even uh, renunciation and then also tolerance, utilization, kshantir Utilization of every moment in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. Eagerness for glorify, glorifying the Lord constantly. Mm. Attraction for living in the land of the Lord. That means, if you are attracted to come to temple, uh, that means, yes, there is, that is a proper sign of a devotee. If he sings, ah, I will go once in a while, no, no festival I will go, no. That's why we say there is a few kinds of devotees, there is a full-time devotee, there is a part-time devotee, there is a sometime devotee, there is a uh, once in a while devotee, festival devotee, so like this. No, we have to get the eagerness to always come to temple, you know. So pritis tad if you are not getting that, that means uh, we are not having any change of heart. Complete detachment from material happiness Virakti and pridelessness manashunyata. One who has developed all these transcendental qualities is really possessed of the bhava stage as distinguished from the stone-hearted imitator or mundane devotee. The imitator, mundane devotee cannot display these symptoms. He cannot have tolerance. He cannot have, uh, he wastes his time, you know, utilization of every moment in the transcendental loving service. He will, you know, smoke BD, he will talk some gossip here and there, everything he will do. Only when it comes to Kirtan, when it comes to some Sadhu Sangha, he will act like, you know, as if he is a perfect ecstasy. Um, so, Naam Gane Sadaar Uchi, always glorifying the Lord, you know, attraction for living in the land of the Lord, complete detachment from material happiness, he does not uh, meditate on Parerbala, Radhe Radhe, you know, uh, neighbor Radhe, instead of Radhe Radhe, Govinda Radhe, Radhe Radhe, neighbor Radhe. This is his, his chanting. So, this kind of uh, thing is not there in him, a real devotee, Virakti. And then, And Pridelessness, Manasunyata, one who has developed all these transcendental qualities is really possessed of the bhava stage, as distinguished from the stone-hearted imitator or mundane devotee. The whole process can be summarized as follows. The advanced devotee who chants the holy name of the Lord in a perfectly offenseless manner and is friendly to everyone can actually relish the transcendental taste of glorifying the Lord. And the result of such realization is reflected in the cessation of material, all material desires, etc., as above mentioned. The neophytes, due to their being in the lower stage of devotional service, are invariably envious, so much so that they invent their own ways and means of devotional regulations without following the acharyas. As such, even if they make a show of constantly chanting the holy name of the Lord, they cannot relish the transcendental taste of the holy name. Therefore, the show of tears in the eyes, trembling, perspiration or unconsciousness, etc. is condemned. They can, however, get in touch with a pure devotee of the Lord and rectify their bad habits. Otherwise, they shall continue to be stone-hearted and unfit for any treatment. A complete progressive march on the return path home, back to Godhead, will depend on the instructions of the revealed scriptures directed by a realized devotee. So, we have to take shelter of a realized devotee and follow in his footsteps. Then only we can come out of these offences. So, we are almost at the end of our session. So, this is the explanation of the first two verses only. We said Shikshashtaka but only two verses done. Of course, we can discuss in even more detail, but you get the idea. So, Nam akari Bahudha. So, we will finish with the description of the second verse because the previous verse was the second verse. Of the Shikshashtaka, this is Nam naam Akari Bahudha Nijasarva Shaktis. Actually, we haven't Nijasarva Shaktis. Actually, we can go Namachintamani Krishna Chaitanya Rasavigraha Purno Sudho Nityamukto Abhinatvan Namanamino. Nama. Right, full of spiritual power. This holy name is Abhinnatvan Namanamino. It's non different from Krishna. It is completely same as Krishna. So, when we are chanting Hare Krishna, we are actually having the Supreme Lord on our tongue. Um, and Tatrarpita niyamita smarane Kalaha. Now, we will see. We will actually finish with this second uh, verse description. Mm-hmm. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explains in the following verses. Mm, durdaivam. We have only studied the Durdaivam part of the second verse. So, in fact, second verse is also not complete. Only we have um, Durdaivam, my misfortune, why I am not attracted, Ashmasaram, the Ashmasaram Hridayam, steel-framed heart that we have seen. But, the other Parts of this verse, Namna Makari Bahudhane Jasarvasukti, Tatra Pitaniamita Smaranena Kala, that also we have in itadrashitava Kripa Bhagavan Mama Pi, This is the Kripa of Bhagavan. So we will see the explanation by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Anek Loker Vanchha Anek Prakar Kripate karula Anek namer Prachar. Because people vary in their desires, you have distributed various holy names by your mercy. Khaiteshuite yatha tatha naam loy, Kaladesh niyam nahi sarvasiddhi hoy. Khaiteshuite yatha tatha naam loy, Kaladesh niyam nahi sarvasiddhi hoy. Regardless of time or place, one who chants the holy name even while eating or sleeping attains all perfection. Don't start uh, taking your bead bag and going to sleep and Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna on the bed. So, this is means that Prabhupada said, we have to be so much chanting that, you know, between the meals, like between the two morsels, like we take one morsel when we are eating, we put one morsel in the mouth. Now before putting another morsel, we should chant, we should keep on chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. So, that is the level of chanting we have to get to. So, not that eating, you know, uh, eating means, oh nice, this is good verse Prabhu, I like this verse, you know, then this hand going this way and this hand going this way, like this, not this kind of eating or, you know, like we used to have one devotee here, he, he left the our movement. So, he used to, he used to chant like this and sleep nicely, full, full flat, like uh, Mahavishnu, like this and sleep, uh, Yoganidra, this is called Yoganidra for him. This is not Yoganidra, this is Bhoganidra or Roganidra. So uh, we, that is not what is said. Eating or sleeping means even in it's not by chanting beads. That's why you see in the chanting morning when we chant Prabhupada's tape when we put, and then he says sit properly. Why? He didn't he can say, no you sleep. Please sleep. He, he did not say that. No, he says sit properly. Those who have heard the Prabhupada's uh, audio. Of the chanting, he said, "Sit properly." Two times he says in that uh, in that recording. So because uh, we have to be attentive and properly chant, but it does not mean that when we are not holding our beads, we should not chant. No, it is prohibited from chanting. We should not chant. No, we can chant still. So even while eating, even while sleeping, uh, we can still take the name of Krishna. Whereas like deity worship or other things, we cannot do. You see, that is the point here. So like deity worship, we have to be you know fully. Um, Bathed nicely and puttila can wear only fresh clothes and only we can enter the altar. There are so many rules but for chanting no rules even in your bed you can do you know you can Hare Krishna Hare Krishna you can still chant or when you're eating or when you're just moving about everywhere you can still you know sing to yourself Hare Krishna so you can always do it. Mm-hmm. Sarva Shakti Name Dila vibhag. vibhag. Amar Durdaiva, Name Nahi Anurag. You have invested your full potencies in each individual holy name. So, and that means, your holy name is fully powerful of delivering. Krishna is fully capable of delivering us. His holy name is also fully capable of delivering us. But I am so unfortunate that I have no attachment for chanting your holy name. Durdaiva, durdha, Amar Durdaiva, amar Name Nahi Anurag. I don't have any attachment, anurag. rupe Rupelaila Nama Prem Uppajaya Tahar Lakshan Shuna swarup Rama And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued. Oh, swarup Damodar Goswami and Ramanand Rai, hear from me the symptoms of how one should chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra to awaken very easily one's dormant love for Krishna. So this is... Next we will go to Trinada Pisani Chena how to be humble and that is how to always chant. So we will probably stop here. So any questions or comments you can ask? So, so there is uh, some references here made by, made by devotees, so many references. So, we will go from the very first um everybody is saying hare krishna in the beginning Antya one dot ninety nine yeah this is um So there is a nice quote here from um, this is from the Vaishnava Chintamani there is a following statement. So we will take that it is in the Anthilila 1.99. So why chanting is very uh, powerful actually there are unlimited number of verses for chanting Hmm. So, this is a very beautiful verse, in fact, the verse itself is also very nice, this is about the taste uh, of Krishna, which is Rupa Goswami is uh, explaining, he says, <clears throat> Tunde Tanda Vani Vitanute, Tundavali Labdhaye, Karnakroda Kadam Bini Ghatayate, Karnarbude Bhya Spriham, Prangana Sangini Vijayate, Sarvendriyanam Kritim, Nojane Janitaki Adhiram Ritai, Krishneti Varna Dvai. I do not know how much nectar the two syllables Krishna have produced. When the holy name of Krishna is chanted, it appears to dance within the mouth. We then desire many, many mouths, many millions of mouths in fact. Tundāvali labdhaye, many millions of tongues. When that name enters the holes of the ears, we then then desire many millions of ears. And when the holy name dances in the courtyard of the heart, it conquers the activities of the mind and therefore all the senses become inert. So, 199, this is the, of course, but this is not the one, the Antya, Antya is this but that verse which was quoted was from agachit hmm. agha One 1.99 is definitely not correct agha chit we can actually So I do not know where is exactly this one, but uh, we will just read this, Vaishnava Sintamani. Agha chit smaranam Vishnuor sadhyate. spandana matrena kirtanam tu tato varam. Although capable of destroying all sins, the remembrance of Lord Vishnu is achieved only with extraordinary effort. On the other hand, one may perform krishna kirtan simply by moving one's lips and thus this process is superior. We can never end actually on the glories of the holy name. So we will take uh, different uh, different kinds of any other comments. Sakraducharitam yena hariritya aksharadvayam badha Parikarastena Parikarastena mokshaya gamanam prati. By once chanting the holy name of the Lord which consists of the two syllables Hari, one guarantees his path to liberation in Puran. So Kalikale Namurupa Krishna Avatar this is another thing. Kalikale Namurupa Krishna Avatar so they say oh Krishna's incarnation is not here he say whenever there is you know uh, what is yada Dharmasa Glanir Bhavati Bharata whenever there is Dharmasa Glanir decline in religious principles then he will appear but where is he he is here actually in the uh, in the form of the holy name and if we chant we are actually directly associating with krishna hi avati shakti papa hare kartum na patakam simply by chanting one holy name a sinful man can counteract the reactions of those more sins than he is able to commit so there are like this so many and then you know famous verse from mukundamala stotra also Vishen Prabhu has put here. You know. <clears throat> um, we can actually stand that verse also is a beautiful verse. You can take it out so that people can see more clearly. Um one second. Krishna. This is um. The glories of the Holy Name. It is so frustrating actually operating this thing (laughs) because. Is so slow because of this uh, bandwidth problem or what? So, this is the Sotra, Stotra 31st verse. Shatru Chedaika Mantram, Sakalam Upanishad Vakya Sampuja Mantram, Samsaro Chedamantram, Samuchita Tamasaha Sangha Mantram, Sarvaishvaryaika Mantram, Vyasana Bhujaga Mantram. Jihve Shri Krishna Mantram Japa Japa Satatam Falya Mantram So, the translation goes, O tongue, please constantly chant the mantra composed of Shri Krishna's names. This is the only mantra for destroying all enemies. The mantra worship by every word of the Upanishads. The mantra that approved samsara, hmm, samsara maha davagna nirvapanam. Uh, uh, the mantra that drives away all the darkness of ignorance, the mantra for attaining infinite opulence, the mantra for curing those bitten by the poisonous snake of worldly distress and the mantra for making one's birth in this world successful. So, this is the glory of the chanting of the holy name. So, in fact, there are so many nice verses on chanting even in the Mukundamala Stotra itself. If we we, uh, want to really conduct a class on we can never finish, we can never finish at all, because the Holy Name, the first verse itself will have innumerable references, but uh, you know, we are trying to like, finish it as fast as possible and um, then we will go to the next, Ahobata Swapachoto even the most fallen person can attain complete success by chanting in the bhagadam. Bharjanam <laughs> bhava bijanam arjanam sukha sampadam tarjanam yamadutanam rama rama etik Beautiful verse. Bharjanam bhava bijanam arjanam sukha sampadam tarjanam yamadutanam rama rama etik the roar of the name Rama Rama burns away all miseries of the world, increases all sorts of pleasure and wealth and drives away the messenger of, messengers of the God of death, which is Yamaraj. This is Rama Raksha Stotram. Then we have Shravanam Kirtanam Dhyayam Hare Radbhutaka Karmana Janma Karma Guhaanam Cha Tadarthe Akhilache This is eleven three twenty seven. One should always chant and hear about the extraordinary wonderful activities of the Lord. One should meditate upon these activities and one should endeavour to please the Lord. This is 11.3.27 and we have so many verses here you see Vishnambar Prabhu is like full of barrage of verses. So there are so many verses like this. So somebody is saying, I was a non-wedge till my eighteenth age, eighteenth year. 18th age. <clears throat> After reading Gandhi's autobiography, developed an admiration for his lifestyle and then I changed to veg, vegetarian food. From that autobiography, I got information about Gita, then about Krishna consciousness, then finally Prabhupada Guru Kripa. So somehow or other you have Krishna Prabhupada, that is good. Madhuram Madhurabhyopi. This is Keval Ashtakam. So this is there in the purport of one dot seven dot six is also an important thing to note one dot seven dot six so the process Krishna kindly bear with my slow movement on this software because it is always giving some problem like this 176 see it is not moving okay i have another idea if this one does not respond then we will go to this Will go here on line 7, 6. So, in the purport to this verse, Kanto 1, chapter 7, text 6 of Srimad Bhagavatam, there is also an important note here. But as you know, nothing responds on this computer. <laughs> okay, finally, he has responded saksha this verse. So, here hmm, this part revival of the dormant affection or love of Godhead does not depend on the mechanical system of hearing and chanting but it solely and wholly depends on the causeless mercy of the Lord. When the Lord is fully satisfied with the sincere efforts of the devotee, He may endow him with His loving transcendental service. But even the prescribed forms of hearing and chanting But even with the prescribed forms of hearing and chanting, there is at once mitigation of the superfluous and unwanted miseries of material existence. Such mitigation of material affection does not wait for development of transcendental knowledge. Rather, knowledge is dependent on devotional service for the ultimate realization of the supreme truth." So, mitigation of material affection, that is the first symptom which is is seen. So, in other words, there is no such process which, which can give us love of Godhead. There is no process. It only depends on the satisfaction of the Lord. If the Lord is pleased with us, He can bestow that benediction. Now, why are we chanting then? If there is no other, pro- I mean, if there is no process to attend, because Krishna said this chanting will please Me. So our thing is to please Krishna now. So in the Kali Yuga, the way to please Krishna is by chanting, and by chanting we are pleasing Him, and by pleasing He may. If he is pleased enough, then he will award the love of Godhead. So, that is that. Next, we have any questions? There are many. Okay, This is another um, important verse uh, from Kevalashtakam, which Shwamgaprabhu has quoted Ahodukham dukham. Dukha Dukha Taram Yata Kachartham Vismritam Ratna Harer Namai Aho! Oh, what a sorrow! What a great sorrow! More painful than any other misery in the world. Mistaking it as a mere piece of glass, the people have forgotten the jewel. This jewel, the holy name of Sri Krishna alone is everything. So, Krishna, they have... Don't take it seriously because of this. Talking ignorance, there is nothing like what he teaches. I don't know what is that. <laughs> hmm. Deekte Vaishnavera Mata Asalo Shakta Kajarvela. Sahajab Hajan Korchana Mammu Sanga Loya Parerbala. This is the rascal Vaishnava or he, rascal cannot be Vaishnava, that is an uh, oxymoron, he cannot, but he, he is a rascal in the garb of a Vaishnava. So, this is from the song that we saw the other day, a Vaishnava, but in actual, by looks, he appears to be a Vaishnava, but in actuality, his conduct is that of a Shakta, or one who worships the principle of material energy, in order to enjoy her. He engages in Sahaja Bhajan, Sahaja Bhajan means so-called natural worship, but, he does so by posing as uncle to the children of others and then stealthily taking illicit association of their daughters. This is called nonsense, imitation devoting. Mm, Bhoga Nidra. Mm. Achintya bheda-bheda congregation. <laughs> 11.538 purport. Okay. Bless. What tune can we sing for Shikshashtakam? So, Shikshashtakam has many verses of different lengths. So, each verse is of a different tune in fact. So, the first tune, first verse is 19 syllables, second tune is 14 syllables, 13, third tune is 8 syllables per line, I mean I am talking of per line, there are 4 lines in each verse. So, per line is 8 syllables, fourth is also na dhanam na janam na sundarim, na dhanam na jannam na sundarim, kavitam vajagadisha kama ye. So that is also eleven. So fourth is eleven, fifth is ayinanda Ainand, tanu ja kiṃ This is also eleven. Ten in eleven. And Then um, there is uh, sixth verse. So each of these verses are of different length in fact so they have different tunes. <clears throat> so Akshay Prabhu has come up with one research, I don't know where he did this research, where is the, where did you research? So he according to his research, hopefully bona fide. <laughs> According to the Hindu tradition, the lotus grows in the dark and muddy waters. It grows in the direction of the moonlight. In Buddhism also, there is a special mention of the white lotus, which expands only in the moonlight. Yeah, I have seen some references to it in Buddhism, white lotus. So, it expands in the direction of the moonlight. Um, so, that's it. So, no more questions, then we will stop here. We will continue with the come tomorrow. And uh, hopefully tomorrow, day after, we can finish. Maybe tomorrow, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. Thank you very much, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki, Sri Shikshaast ki, chahe netay Gaur Pramanand, Hari Hari bol, Shri Prabhu Pad ki chahe.